Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Pat Boone in a Metal Mood, No More Mr. Nice Guy from 1997. Elvis Presley released Heartbreak Hotel in 1956. Not only was it his first single to chart on the pop charts, it went to number one. It's probably no surprise that Presley was the biggest charting artist of the late 50s, but the second biggest charting artist actually had his first number one one year prior. You made me cry when you said goodbye, ain't that a shame? Pat Boone released his version of Ain't That a Shame just one month after the original was released by Fats Domino. Though Boone had had a hit with the song first, Domino's version would soon become more popular and also go to number one. Pat Boone was signed to Dot Records at the time. Dot Records founder Randy Wood thought that there was a market for R&B songs re-recorded by white singers, allowing them to be played on pop music stations that catered to a white audience. Pat Boone said of his early R&B covers, quote, Everybody was aware that the original artists were not going to get played on 90% of the radio stations in America. They hoped and prayed their records would get covered by someone who could get airplay. It meant even more recognition in their own field. We were sort of like catalysts who helped R&B become rock and roll, a ridiculous indictment still around today, end quote. This trend would continue as Boone would have several more hits with covers like Long Tall Sally, I Almost Lost My Mind, and Tutti Frutti. By 1956, he was also starring in movies for 20th Century Fox. And right away, he had a couple of box office hits with Bernadine and April Love. Everything wonderful happens in April Love. From the excitement of fast cars, spirited horses, starry-eyed lovelies, to the thrilling experience of first love. Ever since that night, I've, I've wanted to see you. Well, I've waited for you to come over. After all, when a girl kisses a boy and he doesn't do anything about it. But... April love is all the seven... Boone is also a conservative Christian, and he became known for his wholesome image. This made him very appealing to advertisers. In the late 1950s, he signed an endorsement contract with General Motors... He started appearing in advertisements alongside Dinah Shore. Hey out there, I'm here to say, Patrick Boone likes Chevrolet. Here's the word for you today, Chevy's new in every way. Wow, it's a honey, get in the know, this new Chevy has go, 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 go. He even hosted a half-hour variety show called the Pat Boone Chevy Showroom on ABC from 1957 to 1960. And at the same time all of this was happening... He was continuing to study at Columbia University. After he graduated, he was on the cover of TV Guide in his cap and gown. He'd become so popular that he licensed his likeness to DC Comics in 1959. He first appeared in Superman's Girlfriend, Lois Lane No. 9, 
eventually even having his own series for five issues. But Boone's career as a rock and roll hitmaker more or less ended when the Beatles led the British invasion in 1964. But he continued recording, eventually switching to gospel and country music. By 1972, he had started his own Christian record label, Lamb and Lion Records. In addition to Boone himself, the label also had his daughter Debbie and even the Pat Boone family, which was exactly what it sounds like. A singing group consisting of Pat with his wife and daughters. His daughter Debbie would go on to have a huge hit of her own in 1977 with You Light Up My Life, though not released on Lamb and Lion Records. But the song spent 10 weeks in the top spot of the Billboard Hot 100. Pat Boone would continue with his country and gospel ways throughout the 70s and 80s but he admittedly started getting bored of his own career. Then, one day in 1987, while killing time in England between flights, Boone's conductor, Dave Siebels, and some of the musicians in his band had some thoughts about what could be next for Boone and the band. Here's Boone on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno in 1997. And they said, hey, let's go in the studio and do something together. And I said, guys, what do you think I can do? I haven't done 10, 15 times already. And they said, you never did any heavy metal. <laughs> well, of course, we laughed because it's absurd. Everybody knows it's absurd. But then Dave said, you know, there's some really good songs that nobody except metalheads knows about. And that yeah. means tens of millions of people, ignorant like me, right. know nothing about this music. And so we started thinking about it. Siebel's had the idea of doing songs in a big band jazz style. They laughed about the idea for months. As a joke, Boone even came up with the title for an album, Pat Boone, in a metal mood. But the more they joked about it, Boone realized Siebel's wasn't joking. So Boone asked him to make a tape of some of the metal songs that he had in mind. Siebel's gave him a cassette that he titled Metal Classics. It included some Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, and even some Jimi Hendrix. This all stayed in the idea stage for years. After Siebel's had Boone sing on some demos of Enter Sandman and Stairway to Heaven, they liked what they heard. Boone thought maybe he would pay to make the album himself and sell it at his shows, or maybe see if a label would be interested. Then fast forward all the way to 1995. Rhino Records released a Pat Boone VHS titled 40 Years of Hits. When Boone was doing press for the release, he told an interviewer about making a heavy metal album. Once that interview came out... There was a media frenzy. Everyone wanted to know about this Pat Boone heavy metal album. And then MCA Records called. MCA now owned all of the old Dot Records catalog, and they thought that their label was the logical place for Boone's heavy metal album. More specifically, on their imprint label Hip-O Records, which normally specialized in reissues and compilations. Boone then called his friend Michael Lloyd, a producer with several gold records on his resume, and Lloyd wanted in. Boone was then also introduced to jazz and big band producer Jeff Weber. Weber, Lloyd, and Dave Siebels all agreed to work together on the project. And now, the Pat Boone heavy metal album was officially a reality. So, on January 29, 1997, Pat Boone 
in a Metal Mood, No More Mr. Nice Guy, was released on Hip-O Records. The album kicks off with a 1982 song originally by Judas Priest. Judas Priest, I never liked that name, but, but boy, the music was good. The song is Judas Priest's only song to ever chart on the Billboard Hot 100. Here's Pat Boone doing You've Got Another Thing Coming. Yeah, I'm on top as long as the music's loud. If you think I'll sit around as the world goes by, you're thinking like a fool because it's a case of do or die. Out there is a fortune waiting to be had. You think I'll let it go? You're bad. You got another thing coming. You got another thing coming. Hey there, it's me, Tony. Along with hosting Bizarre Albums, I'm also the drummer for Don't Stop or We'll Die. A bizarre, funny, rockin' band with bizarre, funny, rockin' tunes like I Got a Perm for My Campin' Trip and Where Can a Nerd Find an Egg That's Square? I also happen to be the producer for the band's new weekly podcast, Song a Week. It's a fast, funny podcast co-hosted by Don't Stop or Will Die songwriters Michael Cassidy and Paul Rust, where they debut a brand new song each and every week. We're talking new songs like A Flower in My Garden, featuring me on drums right here. <laughs> with all songs produced by Amin Zarukian. Make sure to check out Song a Week over on Patreon at patreon.com slash don'tstopperwillie, featuring extra special goodies like monthly bonus episodes, downloadable tracks, and more bizarre, funny, rockin' gems. Or if you just want the free version, available anywhere you download podcasts. Check out Song a Week from Don't Stop or Will Die. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Up next is the first song that every kid learns to play on the guitar. Deep Purple's Smoke on the Water. Total Guitar Magazine once ranked the song at number four of the greatest guitar riffs ever. Boone's version even features guitar from Deep Purple's Richie Blackmore, as well as Dweezil Zappa. Well, we all came out to Montreux on the Lake Geneva shoreline. To make records with a mobile We didn't have much time Frank Zappa and the mothers Were at the best place around With these types of arrangements, there's quite a long list of musicians that played on the album, particularly with the horns. Some of the horn section included the Wrecking Crew's Chuck Finley, the Blues Brothers' Tom Scott, and Plaz Johnson, who's best known as the tenor saxophone soloist on Henry Mancini's Pink Panther theme. And the next track even features percussionist Sheila E. Clean. 
Two days before the album was released, Pat Boone made headlines when he appeared as a presenter on the American Music Awards alongside Alice Cooper. Boone was shirtless with a leather vest and fake tattoos. Here's Boone talking about that moment to METVLegends.org. And Cooper now, according to the script, says, well, I've been involved in heavy metal for years, shock rock, and I want to introduce to you now the future of heavy metal, which if I walked out in the tux would make no sense at all because nobody had heard the record. But when he introduced me as the future of heavy metal and I came stomping around the, the, podium, uh, the proscenium into the stage, he backed up. He hadn't seen it, and he didn't know I was going to do it. And I'm taking a delight in shocking the king of shock rock, who is a friend. But the crowd is going into pandemonium because I think the younger crowd was saying, who is that? And the older people who knew said, well, they said it's Pat Boone, but it can't be. I mean, yeah, that's not Pat Boone. I got no friends because they read the papers. They can't be seen with me. And I'm getting real shot down. And I'm feeling mean. No more, just a nice guy. No more, Mr. King. No more, just a nice guy. The winner of the favorite heavy metal slash hard rock artist award that they presented was Metallica. When they accepted their award, drummer Lars Ulrich came to the podium. Hey, uh, Pat. Pat, where's the nipple ring? Huh? We have an announcement to make. Actually, what, all the stuff they were just saying is all just lies. Pat's our new lead singer. <laughs> it's all up from here on out. And Boone covers the song that helped propel Metallica into the mainstream. Enter Sandman. Sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. Exit light. Enter night. Take my hand. We're off to never, never land. Holy Diver was the lead single from Dio's 1983 debut album. And the man who originally sang it? The legendary Ronnie James Dio even joins Boone for this version. Holy diver, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Ride the tiger, you can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. Oh, don't you know what I mean? Gotta get away. Boone also covers the Guns N' Roses classic Paradise City. It's one of three songs on the album to feature backing vocals from Mary Clayton, who's best known for singing the vocals opposite Mick Jagger on the Rolling Stones classic, Gimme Shelter. Rags to riches, or so they say, you gotta keep pushing for fortune and fame. It's all a gamble when it's just a game, you try it like a capital crime, everybody's doing their time. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Take me on. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Won't you please take me? The album also features covers of ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, Nazareth, and Jimi Hendrix. The album closes with arguably the most popular rock and roll song of all time, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. 
There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold And she's buying a stairway to heaven When she gets there she knows If the stores are all closed With a word she can get what she came for The album peaked at number 125 on the Billboard 200, and that put Boone in the record books. Here's more from The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Now, Pat, I understand you, uh, you set a new record today. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, if I, I don't know if, I, if I should say this, but I have now another record in the annals yeah. of recording history. I've just set a new record for the interval between appearances on the Billboard charts. Yeah, My last record was on the charts in 1962. <laughs> this week, in the first week, it hit the top 100 in Billboard magazine, the new album. So 35, 35 years. years. Oh, it's a little bit of a slump. Okay. Hey. He says top 100, but it's actually number 125. Anyways, Boone was 63 years old when this album was released and it upset a lot of his followers in the Christian community. But eventually he was able to get them to understand that the album was intended to have some humor behind it. He would eventually even perform some of these songs on Christian television. One of the album's two producers, Michael Lloyd, had some experience of producing hard rock for artists that weren't exactly known for making that type of music. Back in 1972... He had co-produced a hard rock album entitled Crazy Horses for the Osmonds. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums. And I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at BizarreAlbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.